I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Hurricanes win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Michael Calhoun, thank you very much. With producer James O'Sullivan, I'm Tom Ackerman. I love the open to that show where it says, Big Fly, Nolan Arenado. That's the call by Ricky Horton, obviously from last season. How about Big Fly, Nolan Gorman. The pitch. Gorman swings and it's a high fly ball. He put a charge into it. Deep right field. First major league home run as it sails over the Cardinal bullpen. Nolan Gorman gives his friend Matthew Libertor a 1-0 lead. I'll say he did. How about 449 feet off the bat? Nick Whitgren, the Cardinals reliever, was in the bullpen when that ball flew over him. He said it looked like Gorman was swinging a tree trunk at a beach ball. That was the quote from Derek Gould in the post-dispatch. I love also Gorman said that the fireworks startled him. He called it the cannon. He said, when I can't run second, the cannon <laughs> kind of scared me. He's not used to that, man. Upper deck, big fireworks going off, 45,000 fans bearing down on you. He said, that's all right. I'm back up again in the third. The 1-0 pitch to Gorman is hit in the center field. That's a hit. That line drive is going to score another Cardinal run. Bader races home, and Tommy Edmond races to third, and it's 2-0 St. Louis. Both RBIs, Nolan Gorman. Two RBIs for Nolan Gorman in this home game after he goes 0-for-11 with seven strikeouts. Ollie Marmel puts him in the second spot in the order. We're going to talk to the Cardinals manager in seven minutes live about that. Oh, by the way, Gorman's up again. Here he is. Here goes Tommy Edmond, swing and a line drive, base hit down the right field line. One run scores, Tommy Edmond is being waved home. Here's a plate at the plate, he is safe at the plate. 
Tommy Edmond off with the pitch. He's able to score on the double by Gorman. And he is indeed having a day. A home run, a single, and now a two-run double, four RBIs for Nolan Gorman. I can just see the NL Central fans from around the division saying, oh, no, not again. This could be a problem as the Cardinals have a four-for-four four day for Nolan Gorman, and they win against the Brewers yesterday 8-3. to three. Yes, there was much more in this game. Matthew Libertor went five scoreless, his boyhood friend, first major league win for Libby. Paul Goldschmidt hits another home run, a three-run bomb in the third to make it 5 to nothing. He has 10 home runs on the season. He's hitting 355. And you know what? Jake Woodford was good. He pitched three innings. Cardinals had a big lead at that point, but he held the lead down and finished the game out along with TJ McFarlane. The Cardinals win the game 8-3, to three, but the man of the hour, there's no doubt who that was. He's with Mike Claiborne. Our player of the game this afternoon is Cardinals second baseman Nolan Gorman. Four for four, including your first big league home run. Congratulations, so what a day. Thank you, thank you, yeah. Um, great crowd today. Uh, these fans are amazing, and uh, Libertor did a good job out there, um, and it's a good win. What's it like to be part of his first major league victory as well? You guys have grown up together. Everybody knows that story. You guys seem to stay on each other's path. Yeah, he's uh, put in a lot of hard work to get here, and uh, for him to get that first win, and um, it was pretty awesome to play behind him. What did you do differently, and what have you been doing adjustment-wise? Because today, it really looked like you were comfortable in the box, not a lot of movement. It seemed like you were much more relaxed than what we've seen in a few games before today. Yeah, just quiet everything down um, in the cage and worked on hitting, hitting hard pitches and uh, fastballs, top of the zone, and we, we got to one today. Playing in front of this many people, obviously this is a first for you, but what's that like when you look up and you see more than that one deck you've been accustomed to playing in front of? Yeah, these fans are amazing. Um, you hear it all the time, and uh, it's best crowd in baseball. For you, family, friends here for today to see the home run? Yeah, I got parents and uh, a couple friends and family. Did you get the ball? I did. All right, well, you make sure you hold on. That'll be the first of many for you. Yeah, thank you. Nolan Gorman, ladies and gentlemen, our player of the game. He is very deserving of that as the Cardinals get the win 8-3. to three. We'll catch up with Ollie Marmel here in about four minutes, get his thoughts on what's to come for this team and this lineup. Miles Michaelis is going to start. We'll get a lot of NASCAR in this show as well as we preview the Indianapolis 500 at 1030, and then we shift over to the Enjoy Illinois 300, which is a week from today at Worldwide Technology Raceway. We're going to hear from Kurt Busch. We're going to let him into the show even though he's a Cubs fan. Kurt Busch will be on the show to talk about the race next week. Another NASCAR driver and Christopher Bell, who is looking really good. So is William Byron, Daniel Suarez. All of these drivers you'll hear from on Sports on a Sunday Morning today. John Mozeliak, as I mentioned, at 11.30. And I'll have a word about KMOX Sports at the end of the show as we get into our noon hour and then the 12.20 pregame for the Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers, a 115 first pitch. Big show today, sports on a Sunday morning. Tom Ackerman with you from the Stiefel Sports Studio in downtown St. Louis. Back after this. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown! Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Bowser comes set, checks for 
The runners at both at third and first, and the 2-1 pitch is hit high in the air to right center field. That ball's carrying deep, it's back, and it is gone. Goldie homers to deep right center field. A three-run shot, and the Cardinals lead five to nothing. Home run number 10 for Goldie, and he's now hitting 19 straight games. Well, he didn't homer to left center. He tricked me. He homered to right center. <laughs> Ricky Horton with the call and Cam OX. Let's bring in Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel after an 8-3 win yesterday. Uh, look, Nolan Gorman got a lot of headlines, as did Matthew Libertor. Let's not forget that Paul Goldschmidt is swinging a white-hot bat right now. That was a, another blast for him. Ten on the season. Good morning, Ollie. Good morning. How we doing? Doing great. How about that? So Goldie goes the opposite way. No surprise to you. He continues to dominate, and he sprays it all over the field, doesn't he? Tom, this guy's doing an unbelievable job, and the, the beauty about all of it, you can talk about the hit streak and all the production in the month of May, and he, could, uh, he can care less about all of it. Um, he is dialed in on one thing, and that's winning. He is. Can I mention this to the folks right out of the gate? Adrian Hauser, who pitched yesterday for the Brewers, how many home runs did he give up before yesterday? One. All season. One. Uh, the Cardinals hit him for two. I'd say the offense is feeling it a little bit here as the Cardinals get a bomb from Gorman that might still be traveling, and then Goldschmidt with his home run. That's a good pitcher you went up against yesterday. Brewers are full of good pitchers. They're, they're they're full of them. They have a good rotation, a very strong rotation. They got a very nice bullpen. Their back end is very strong. Hader and Williams. Um, so it's a it's a good challenge for us. And the guys uh, in our clubhouse have, have responded extremely well. Tonight's going to be uh, or today's going to be another one, and uh, our guys are ready for it. But um, the offense is doing a nice job, man. These guys, some of the young guys in there, are keeping the line moving, and our big boys are doing what they're they're here to do. So uh, it's been fun to watch. Just before we gush about Nolan Gorman, I want to talk about Goldschmidt just a little longer. 355 batting average, but this month he's hitting 415 with a slug of 830. This month he has nine home runs and 30 RBIs. Uh, he had three hits yesterday. He has reached now base safely for 33 consecutive games. That is a career high for him. And you think about all the things he's done in his career. He's never done that. And a hitting streak of 19 games. Just from a day-to-day, who is Paul Goldschmidt, and how does he do what he does? <laughs> That's a great question. And, and what's more impressive about everything you just read off is, is how he started, right? You look at his April, and it was a frustrating April for him. And um, it just speaks to his character and overall competitive nature to stay dialed in, um, stay anchored to his routine, but also adapt in order to get the May that we're seeing right now. We, we had a conversation as a group, and, and part of the conversation was adapt or die. And this is what this league is about, is they're constantly going to – flip the script on you and your ability to adapt to that um, is what allows you to stay here over the amount of years of your Goldies and Nolans and Yachty and Pujols and um, your ability to make those adjustments is what's going to allow you to play in this league for a long time. So this is a guy who not a great April stayed locked in and then we're, we're getting a, 
a very impressive May. And on the other side, your April National League Player of the Month was Nolan Arenado. You might get another one here in Goldie. We'll see. Uh, and Arenado, you know, he's, he slipped. His average is down to 271. We know what kind of a player he is. But what do you see there, obviously, knowing uh, what he can do and probably will do? Yeah, um, not concerned with what, what we're going to get out of him. Um, has it been the, the May that he's wanted? No. But if you look at those at-bats yesterday, I mean, his first two at-bats, he laces the ball to third base that gets caught. He laces the ball to right center field that gets run down, and that's easily a two-for-four day for him. Um, so he his at-bats are looking better. I'm not concerned. This is an ultra-competitor who, I mean, um, if you think you work hard, I can guarantee you he's working harder. And uh, it's just a matter of time. Why did you decide to put Nolan Gorman in the number two slot yesterday, uh, considering that he had come in, obviously it worked out, but considering that he had come in 0 for 11 with seven strikeouts? What did you see? <laughs> um, the, the main thing is when you're looking at Hauser, there's certain matchups that uh, – play better than others um and you've got a guy who's sinking it he'll use the four seam against lefties but for the most part very low strikeout under league average strikeout guy on the ground we're talking about Corman's swing plane it's one that if he gets the pitches that he got yesterday he can do some serious damage with so we felt like it was a good matchup regardless of how um his last 11 at bats were going and uh, to his credit he, he did a nice job he crushed one and then he ends up going four for four just a good hitter. You know, I've I've been talking to some people who have watched him for years, as have you, and they said, just to understand, Nolan Gorman's a good hitter. He's not a power hitter. He's a hitter. Uh, is that uh, your read on him as well? It, it, it is. And I know we talk about the strikeouts quite a bit, especially when he was in the minor leagues. And is that going to happen? Yes. But this is a, a player that knows how to make adjustments. And um, he's a good hitter. He's got some power for sure, and he's going to be able to drive the ball a long ways like we saw yesterday. But this is a, a kid that knows how to hit. And uh, the more exposure he gets to this level, and I mean, being in the clubhouse with these veteran guys, um, he has the aptitude to make adjustments. And we're going to see uh, not only power, but, but a good hitter as well. He probably couldn't feel his legs yesterday rounding the bases, but uh, he's got some wheels too. I mean, he, he's, he's a good athlete. That had to have been, his eyes had to have been so big yesterday. All that stuff happening to him. You just want it to last forever. But for right now, just, you know, live in the present and enjoy what you got and see where it goes, I guess. No doubt. And uh, he was able to enjoy it. Um, he, he slows the game down well, especially for being up here for sort of such a short period of time. He does a really nice job with that. But yesterday was a, a good day for him for sure. And then you have Matthew Libertor. We all know this great story of the two growing up when they were four or five years old, and here they are playing together. Somebody should make a movie about this, and it'd be a true story. Uh, but Libertor's pitching, just from an X's and O's standpoint, he mixes them well. Is the curveball his number one, and, and how impressed were you with his changeup yesterday? Yeah, he did a nice job with all of it, honestly. If you're looking at the first pick strikes, um, won what he wanted it to be, but he won that 1-1 count. He was 90% on that 1-1 count. And then mixed the secondary stuff well. Uh, Changeup was a good pitch for him. His breaking ball was a good pitch for him. And then he established in and challenged those right-handed batters on the other part of the plate. And um, 
it opened up everything else for him. But he did a really nice job yesterday. He really did. And and your rotation, as you continue to watch today, Miles Michaelis, that has to feel good to have him back in there. But but also, no the, yeah, the middle relief. You know, you and I have talked so much about the back end, about Helsley's role and you, and about Geo and everybody else. Obviously, Henesis is a, a hammer back there, too. But the middle relief has really developed here. Drew Verhagen has had a good week, hasn't he? Yeah, this is we've talked about it quite a bit, Tom, as far as him getting more meaningful innings and not just uh, being treated as a long guy. And uh, we were able to use him in that situation the other day, and he, he did a nice job with it, uh, with the bases loaded. And then we look at Palante, his three innings of work the other day to keep us within two, two runs was uh, was a big deal. So the middle has been good, um, and we'll continue to give those guys some looks. And Jake Woodford pitched yesterday, and, you know, you look, you're up big in that game, but he gives you three solid innings, innings that you needed. No doubt about it, and he did it within 39 pitches, which is a, which is a big deal. His, uh, his ability to actually get out and um, only be down for two days before being able to work again. So he was efficient in his innings and gave us exactly what we needed. And uh, finally, and I don't, I'm not going to take this away from the commissioner, Calma, the Hall of Famer. This is his uh, wheelhouse, but you know where I'm headed. You do have an opening in your rotation tomorrow. I don't think you've announced anything. Um, what do you consider there? I guess you got, you have some options. Um, yeah, we do have some options. We have some options that we can use here. There's some options down in AAA. We'll actually discuss it this morning and go ahead and uh, <clears throat> and make that move. But um, yes, we will. We will announce that Monday starting shortly. Got it. And then just for the rest of today, looking ahead to this game, it, it all these games as I mentioned are big. But I I know you pay attention to who your competition is in the NL Central. Uh, who knows what happens to the Cubs, Pirates, and Reds? But right now, you, you, obviously, you look at the standings. It's the Cardinals and the Brewers on top of this division. Is this fun for you? And and what is that competition like with the, that team on the other side? Absolutely. Um, this is what you wake up in the morning for. That's a good team across the way. They managed well. They've got a good roster. They've got a nice rotation. Uh, so it's a it's a good challenge. And, and today in Burns will be a good challenge for our guys. Uh, they're prepped for it. And uh, they'll, they'll game plan accordingly. But um, today's going to be a good day to see uh, Burns uh, go against Michaelis. It is going to be a great one. The crowd has been incredible at Bush Stadium. You'll have another big one today. Fun holiday weekend at the ballpark for the Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers. It is always a pleasure to visit live with Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel. I appreciate it very much, and we'll catch up real soon. All right, Tom. Appreciate you. Have a good ball game. There's the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals right there. Cardinals two and a half games out of the NL Central trailing the Brewers. They're 26 and 20. Brewers check in with a 29 and 18 record. The Mets lead the NL East by eight and a half over the Braves. Braves are three games under 500, second place team in the National League East. And in the West, it's a fight between the Dodgers and the Padres, who maybe are a little bit better than people think. They're 29 and 16, two and a half games behind the Dodgers, who have the best record in the National League at 32 and 14. The Giants are hanging in there. They're 24 and 21, seven and a half out. Right at this moment, it looks like they're in a wild card battle. Uh, but uh, who knows? Well, my point is the Cardinals are in a handful of teams that are in this thing. And, you know, they, they have a window of opportunity this year to be one of the better teams in the National League, and they are, I would assume, going for it. We're going to hear from John Moselock in an hour 
about his entire team, his situation. He has to be happy with the early development here of Gorman and Libertor. That's for sure. It feels like we've been talking about these guys for years. That's coming up. But next, we shift over to another event that's about to start in an hour, and that's the Indianapolis 500. I'll give you a preview of that. Tonight, Jason Tatum goes for a Game 7 win. It's going to go down in history as, I think, the best basketball player ever to come out of St. Louis. That's who he is, Jason Tatum, playing for the Boston Celtics. And if you are a fan of basketball in this area, I'd keep an eye on that tonight. If he goes to the NBA Finals, it's a huge story for a St. Louis kid, without a doubt. Pat Maroon's, you know, that story's been told over and over. We're all excited for him. He's going for his fourth Stanley Cup. But for Jason Tatum to be playing in the NBA Finals is pretty cool. Back in a moment, sports on a Sunday morning with some IndyCar talk and NASCAR right around the corner. It's the Enjoy Illinois 300 at Worldwide Technology Raceway a week from today. Kurt Busch will be with us. We'll tease him a little bit about being a Cubs fan back on the home of the Cardinals right after this. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, no Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to the show. Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That's the site of the Indianapolis 500, a Memorial Day tradition this weekend means a lot of things. It means, first and foremost, remembering those who lost their lives for this country, and we will be talking about that a lot tomorrow on Memorial Day on Total Information AM. Here on Sports on a Sunday Morning, we also remember that it means uh, great sporting events, it means family gatherings, it means barbecue, and I know a lot of people are listening to us right now with a beautiful day here in St. Louis. Some of them are heading down to the Cardinals game. They'll have a packed house there. Some of them are grilling and getting the smoker going. Well, they've had the smoker going since early this morning. There's no doubt about that. Some of them are at the pool. Pools are opening all over the place. I heard Kevin Colleen say recently that Memorial Day is the tip of the diving board of summer. Boy, I love that. And summer is the ease of life. 
That is very true, and we're excited about that. It also means the Indianapolis 500, which if you're a racing fan, this is the cream of the crop. It is number one in open-wheel racing. I would say that when you look at this field today, there are some names that stand out. Jimmy Johnson is in row four. Maybe you forgot about that, but he drives the number 48 Honda and he checked in with a qualifying time or speed of 231 miles per hour. Jimmy Johnson's driving IndyCar. Uh, Also, the number one on the list with an eye popping, or should I say eye watering, 234 miles per hour for Scott Dixon, who's been on KMOX uh, multiple times with me, the New Zealand driver driving the number nine Honda. Number one, he has the pole 234 miles per hour. That is just mind-blowing. When I was growing up watching the Indy 500, I remember Rick Mears hitting, what, about 212, 214, and thinking, oh, my gosh. I mean, it's just beyond belief. How could these guys be going over 200? And then for a time, they dialed it back a little bit. Uh, Now they are back and going absolutely full throttle. Uh, I I also see, you know, when I look through this list, uh, I, I see... Some familiar names, you know, Elio Castro Neves. He's still in there. Row nine, the number six Honda. Uh, he's in the on the list. Marco Andretti, the number ninety eight Honda. He's in row eight, and you know, on and on it goes. I, I think this is a, a really fun event uh, for all of racing fans, but also like if you just want to take a peek at racing, I always felt like this was the race for you with no disrespect to the Daytona 500 or anything like that. This is, uh, there's a lot of glamor to the Indianapolis 500 and it's great to see it back with Roger Penske doing what he's doing to that track with hundreds of thousands of people, just a monstrous crowd uh, at that track. The Indianapolis 500 is something that will always be in my heart. I used to go with my dad to the time trials. We liked the time trials over the race because it wasn't as crowded and you could actually see and hear the cars and and hear the public address and and just really get into everything that was happening at the track that was very special. And then we would go home and watch the race together. So I'll be watching the race a little bit later today uh, with family while I take in Cardinal baseball at the same time. 11.30 a.m. start time. couple of notes for the race. Colton Herta has been cleared to drive in this race. He flipped end over end in a crash, as you recall, and the Andretti Autosport driver walked out of the infield care center Friday uninjured. He did require further evaluation, but got the green light to race. Andretti Autosport posting on Twitter that Herta, quote, has been officially cleared by IndyCar Medical to participate in today's Indy 500. This was during Carb Day. He had a crash with 25 minutes remaining in Carb Day, just destroyed the number 26 car forced his team to scramble to get a backup ready, and it is there. So he is in row nine along with Castro Neves. The number 26 Honda is ready to go, and he's going to start in IndyCar's premier event today, the Indianapolis 500. Another note is that Kyle Kirkwood is going to make his Indy 500 debut driving for A.J. Foyt, one of six rookies in the field. He's 23 years old. He's had a long climb to make it into IndyCar. His best finish through five IndyCar races is 10th. He has crashed out twice. He's taken A.J. Foyt racing cars and made them look competitive. He starts 28th today. 28th, that's row 10, the same row as Juan 
Pablo Montoya, and I would not count him out. He is twice the age of Kirkwood. He's 46, same age as me, which I like. And Montoya is uh, one of my favorite drivers. But to have those two in the same row, row 10, Kyle Kirkwood, a kid, and Montoya, a pro and a veteran, uh, both of them great drivers, I think that's a lot of fun to see. Kirkwood, after this, will turn his attention to Detroit. He's going to drive an IMSA sports car sprint race next week at Belle Isle, in addition to competing in the Detroit Grand Prix. So he'll be very busy, but it's cool to see. I like when these young guys come in. Remember, we had a rookie of the year here in St. Louis. Robbie McGee was the 1997 Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year. So we have a history with that race as well. We also have a great history developing with NASCAR. Of course, we've had NASCAR trucks here. We have the Bush Series here. The Worldwide Technology Raceway crew and staff well experienced in the world of NASCAR, but this is a different animal. A week from today, the NASCAR Cup Series is coming to Worldwide Technology Raceway here in St. Louis, Madison, Illinois, five minutes from the arch. And it is going to be a spectacular event and festival. They have a music festival. They have racing, of course. They have the truck series. They have a number of exciting festivals and food and camping and all these things going on. A fan fest happening the week leading up to it. Anheuser-Busch is getting involved, bringing out uh, all kinds of bells and whistles. It, it is so much fun to see everybody involved. Bomberito, Anheuser-Busch. All the great companies in town, Worldwide Technology, putting its name on the track. But the you will not really understand the power of this event probably until it's over. And then you're going to want to go to the second one. This will be, as someone close to NASCAR told me, an awakening for St. Louis. This is going to be a moment where St. Louis is going to understand how big it's become in the racing world. When NASCAR wants to come in and do a cup race in your town... That is as big as an NFL playoff game or a World Series game. It has that kind of magnitude on television. It has that kind of power throughout the industry. So St. Louis has arrived, and now it's time for us to show up and support and be there. And the tickets are almost gone, but the point is the entire event, the day's worth of events is one that you're not going to want to miss. And when you see the the music that they're going to have on Saturday and Sunday with Nelly closing out the day on Saturday, Old Dominion closing it out on Sunday, and all the all the events happening, it gets the feel of something bigger than just a race. Stages everywhere, people everywhere. You're going to see people walking through downtown St. Louis that have never been here before. It's a pretty special time for the city and for the industry, and I'm very happy for everyone at Worldwide Technology Raceway. And when we come back... We're going to hear from one of the best drivers they have at Na- in NASCAR, and that's Kurt Busch. He'll tell you all about it. Back in a moment, it's 1042. Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. And I'll tell you what, to have Kurt Busch not only here, but in St. Louis in very short time is really exciting. Kurt, it's great to have you on KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. What are your thoughts on that? My goodness, you're just throwing the heat right off the bat. I mean, I'm a huge <laughs> Cubs fan, and, and you really think you want to do this interview now? Come on. <laughs> How 
did you become a Cubs fan? Uh, all my family's from Chicago. Uh, they moved up to Vegas uh, back in the 70s. And then as a kid growing up, uh, they were on WGN every day in, in Vegas. And so I'm like, man, these Cubs must be good. You know, they're on TV every day. But yeah. it's because they never had lights up until the early 90s. Yeah, no, I hear you. When I was growing up, um, you know, you've got Cubs on WGN, all those great day games with Harry Carey. You got the the Braves are on TBS. And so, you know, I can see why those two teams grew in popularity. On KMOX, we grew on the radio side, uh, oldest team really west of the Mississippi. So, you know, he grew a huge fan base that way. It's a great rivalry. I love Wrigley. I mean, I really do. And Cardinals fans love Wrigley. Always fun. To, you, you're able to get up there, I would imagine, then, having family there? Yeah, it's a, it's a good rivalry. And then, yeah, with family, friends, uh, and Wrigley, yeah, it's, it's probably my favorite place on earth. And whether it's a day game hanging out in the bleachers, you know, or a night game of, of being up in the suite with friends or sponsors, uh, there, there's always something going on at Wrigley. And, you know, I'll be in St. Louis for the race in a couple of weeks. Um, I haven't checked the schedule to see if the Cardinals are in town, but if maybe if there's a, an open night on Saturday night, I might be able to slide over to Bush. I, I would take you over there in a heartbeat. You know where the Cardinals are going to be? Wrigley. Oh, how they're about gonna, that? Yeah. yeah, they're actually going to be in Wrigley. Yeah, that whole weekend. I have my uh, racing so. job that gets in the way of my baseball. <laughs> I hear you. Well, I mean, I could spend half the time talking about baseball with you. It's a great rivalry. I always think that you know the two sides get together and have beers afterwards. You know, it's it's a it's a fun rivalry that the two sides do have a lot of fun together. I could also spend half the time talking to you about Kansas. Um, because what an experience that had to have been. You were the winner at Kansas Speedway. Michael Jeffrey Jordan as your owner uh, and and a great uh, group of people that also are part of that ownership had to be thrilled. What an experience that must have been, Kurt. Yeah, it, it still feels incredible, and we're all still on the high. And did a, a team luncheon yesterday and had the trophy there. And, again, just the excitement and the buildup of the season for us started off fairly strong and then uh, we found some bad luck for a while and Denny and Toyota they were like hey we got some upgrades coming and I've been with different race teams over the years and it's like yeah sure okay and boom like we've just had raw speed uh, for the last three four weeks and pit crew's done their job and the inspiration and the motivation of racing for MJ the GOAT uh, Toyota Monster Energy everybody keeps pushing and we know that we're a good team, and now we just have to get better to become a great team. Yeah, I feel like you know, you're a great competitor, so those two sides align very well. When you have, and there are more people involved, when you have a lot of people that are competitive and are in to win flat out, what a feeling that must be. It, it always starts at the top, doesn't it, in every organization? It does, and Denny is is one that is really in, in the trenches, digging hard. He's been very impressive as a team owner, and the amount of hours and meetings and the extra level of detail that, that he puts in. You know, MJ and his people, you know, all of our group with Billy Scott as my crew chief, uh, everybody's just trying to find another level, and it's, uh, it's a really cool spiritual group right now because everybody came from different teams, to start up this 45 car and they had to leave the comfort of their big time team that they were with knowing that this could be a big time team one day. Driver of the number 45 Toyota, Kurt Busch, new team, new car, new manufacturer, uh, new, you know, 
new next gen cars. I mean, everything and now a new track. So I, what is your I know you've got some familiarity with what's going on here, but what is your impression of what you're about to see at Worldwide Technology Raceway in the Enjoy Illinois 300? Yeah, I was uh, racing there once before uh, in the trucks, year 2000. And uh, what a fun track on how it's shaped. Uh, the size of it is very unique with it being a mile and a quarter. Uh, we'll be shifting for sure on those big, big straightaways. And then, um, you know, a new track. So there's going to be new rhythms and new sequences that we have to find and, and discover first. So it, it ramps up the, the challenge for the weekend. I bet it does. And then just to know that there are people, a lot of them may be seeing you for the first time. You know, I mean, it's it's the first NASCAR Cup race in St. Louis, um, a, a sports town that I know you know well, and and you know gets a lot of attention for a lot of sports. But it is a good racing community too. I think that's the exciting thing, and and I know you've probably seen this over the last couple of years, especially, is that NASCAR has opened its arms to new fans, and I, I think that is very impressive. Uh, what, what is it from your perspective? No, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, NASCAR has done a great job this year and, of course, expanding the schedule. Last year, we really got to some cool new tracks for the first time. And, you know, young fans, old fans alike, it, it's great to feel the energy and the excitement around our races right now. So, I don't know, man. You think I can pull it off? You think I should wear a Cubs hat? Or is, uh, <laughs> am I going to get thrown in a dumpster when I'm there? Well, here's the thing. See, you're doing this in Illinois. And while you're in St. Louis, I think that, you know, it's the biggest outdoor event in the state of Illinois in terms of spectators. You're going to have well over 50, somewhere in this neighborhood of 60,000 people there. There'll be some Cubs fans coming down. There'll be a lot of, you know, that's the other thing, too. It's a good point to bring up is that NASCAR, it has so much appeal across the country and really internationally that could you put that in perspective also maybe for St. Louisans? in that a lot of eyes will be on the city uh, just from your travels throughout your career that how big these events are yeah anytime like when we first started going to texas kansas uh chicagoland the midwest goes bonkers for nascar and i don't see this being any different uh, you know hopefully the weather cooperates and it's nice you know i know there's lights there uh, but we'll be racing sunday afternoon and you just want the whole experience to go well for everybody so that they come back. And so anytime it's a new event, uh, everybody's got to work harder behind the scenes to pull it off. Kurt, final thing, and this is just about your driving specifically. A real feather in your cap is that you've now won a cup race in nine straight seasons. But also, it seems like you do it. It doesn't matter what track they throw at you. Do you, do you feel that in yourself, that, that you're versatile, that, that you have – the ability to study and, and be able to drive on, on multiple services and tracks? Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I've prided myself over the years of being that top 10 kind of guy that a fan can count on no matter if they're up in New England or the desert Southwest where I grew up and to be able to be a jack of all trades and absorb all these different tracks. Um, you know, I won a lot of short tracks early in my career and then I went through a big dry spell on the mile and a half. And then now recently, that's all that I've won on is, is, are the mile and a half. So you just got to keep rolling with it. Um, every racetrack's my favorite one every Sunday. You can't uh, dislike a racetrack. I bet. It's going to be a lot of fun to see you. I really appreciate you joining me on the Garage Happy Hour live from my garage. 
And, you know, Cubs fans are welcome. I mean, look, you know, I mean, we're talking about Kurt Busch here. We're talking about Michael Jordan. We're talking about Denny Hamlin. I think it's a fun team to root for, honestly. And uh, I wish you all the success. It's great to have you in St. Louis. It really is. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me on. And uh, go Cubs. <laughs> yeah, you had to get one in there, didn't you? Kurt Busch, the Cubs fan. Also great NASCAR driver, NASCAR Cup champion. And now here he is in the Worldwide Technology Raceway event that we've been waiting for for years. The Enjoy Illinois 300 NASCAR Cup Series coming to St. Louis a week from today. It's going to start around 2.30 that day, but I'd get in in the morning on Sunday. In fact, if you can snag ticket for the entire weekend and just be part of all the activity that's coming in, the Fan Fest, the truck race on Saturday, all of the qualifying, the parties, the music, all of it's wrapped into one. The music's included in all of the the tickets that you get. So if you, you bought a ticket to the race, you get to see all the music festival for a uh, part of that admission fee. So it's going to be an absolute blast over there. And by the way, I just looked at the weather. It is just spectacular. The forecast. Now we're a week out. We know how things can change around here, but it says here, Friday, June 3rd, a high of 79, low 57 and sunny Saturday, a high of 80 and a low of 62, and on Sunday, the only little tiny thread of rain, it says 30% chance of rain on Sunday. Around here, that's nothing. That's like a blink. 30% chance, a high of 79 on Sunday, June 5th. Are you kidding me? I mean, did we luck out or what? Isn't it usually the first weekend of June, like 95, like it's going to be tomorrow? Uh, So... That's awesome. I'm excited for all the fans coming in. I'm excited to know that we have people coming in from 48 states, five, six different countries coming into Worldwide Technology Raceway for the NASCAR Cup Series. That's going to be awesome. The other thing that NASCAR has done very well is they've opened the sport up to everyone. They want the old school fan to welcome in the new school fan, and it has happened. So diversity and inclusion is a big part of the NASCAR push, and we'll talk about that a little bit more next hour from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman with you, sports on a Sunday morning. And don't forget, Cardinal Baseball at 115, 12-20 for the pregame. I'll have another preview of the Cardinals right at the top of the 11 o'clock hour after Michael Calhoun's news. John Mosellock at the bottom of the hour, the Cardinals president of baseball operations. It's sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX, back after the news. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 